0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of State Champs Michigan's Poolside Podcast. My name is Lauren Plant, the executive producer of the State Champs Sports Network. David Zulkefsky is the web developer for the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. Also a swim coach at Bloomfield Hills High School as well as the co-host each week here on Poolside. David, how are you?
1: Doing great, doing great. Uh, Another good week of swimming here. Had some great meets and uh, excited to see how everything's going at the college level this week. So
0: that's, that's right. So uh, joining us on the podcast today is Mike Darby. Mike is a member of the swimming and diving staff at Saginaw Valley State University. He spent over 20 years as an assistant and head coach at Bay City John Glenn High School for both the boys and the girls. I'm right. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. So um, Poolside takes place all swim season long, guys, and there's actually an entire season of podcasts from the girls' season. So if you missed any of it, you could check out the video version on our State Champs website or any of the State Champs Michigan social media channels or the audio podcasts are available on all platforms. Just search State Champs Poolside on Google. So on the show today, uh, Coach Z and Coach Darby, well, we're going to pick Mike brain on his experiences at both the high school and the collegiate level. Later David will recap a swim meet on the State Champs Network we filmed on Thursday January 20th between Detroit Catholic Central and U of D Jesuit. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports. Athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Poolside Michigan also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSA is looking for official. Great part-time pay. Stay in the game. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard, the official military outlet of the MHSAA the physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. I encourage you to check out our Game changer segments featuring terrific training tips and quizzes on how to prevent injuries. Segments debut Wednesdays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page. Please give them a like. And if you're in pain or injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash Game Changers. All right, so we have Saginaw Valley State coach Mike Darby on with us today, and I want to start by having you talk about your time growing up. So you're a Bay City guy through and through, uh, you know, and um, talk about your time, you know, growing up swimming. I know your father was a coach, uh, you know, a great coach. So what was that whole experience like? Did you feel pressure as a kid to be a swimmer, or did you get a chance to try a variety of sports?
2: Uh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, my dad was my coach. Um, uh, I, I grew up. You hear like you know, I was like a pool junkie, you know. Um, I, I, I my babysitter was, you know, the pool deck, and um, I, my, some of my fondest memories were uh, the older guys kind of take me under their wing and and uh, and uh, just just being around swimming when I was very little. And then when I was a little little bit older, I got in the pool and, you know, had a little bit of success and um, and just loved it. And I'm still here today, you know, 51 years later, um, still love swimming, still have a passion for it. And um, it it, did. It's it's all started in Bay City um, at John Glenn High School. My dad was the coach. um, And um, just I loved every minute of it uh, with him.
0: Yeah. Did you get a chance to try other sports, or was it just always swimming?
2: Uh, No. um, Yeah, I played football in high school. Um, I uh, swam in the winter, and then in the springtime, uh, my dad was my tennis coach, and um, I loved loved tennis, um, and I was pretty decent at it. Uh, Not at the college level or anything like that, but uh, um, uh, I, I was able to do yeah, and, and my dad was great about uh, things. And we, we'd, we'd come home, and the big joke around the family was we'd sit down and we'd have a dinner. My mom would always have a dinner ready for us. And my mom would say something like, well, Bob doesn't like, need to work on his streamline or something, you know? And my dad would say, no, this is not swim time. We, we took care of that in practice, and this is family time, and we were able to turn it off. And I remember those lessons because I now am I, – I do – did coach my daughters. um, Mm. And um, I I just tried to remember that, that there was time and place for all that. And my dad did a great job with that as with our family.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, You had a very impressive high school career. Uh, You shattered, like, every individual school record. Not just beat them, shattered them, as they say, uh, except for diving and and the breaststroke. Uh, So you were a six-time Tri-City champion, seven-time independent swim conference champion. So I guess the question is, I get the diving, but what happened in the breaststroke?
2: Well, (laughs) that's (laughs) actually a funny story. Um, uh, My dad gave me one chance to break the record, and I did not get it. That, that don't get an large chance and uh uh one of my best friends growing up still had the record and i, I don't know maybe they maybe paid him off or something not to let me swim it again but but uh no it, it, in in the whole world scheme of things my times weren't all that great but uh, uh we just had a good time at john glenn
0: yeah, and obviously yeah. you did well. How would you say to swimmers out there who you know want to do the best they can, want to break those records? They see them on the walls. Uh, you know what? What was the secret to your success?
2: Well, you know, obviously everybody works hard in the pool, but my, I really attribute doing well in swimming. You know, back at my time um, mm-hmm. to diversify. Yeah, I took some time off. I did play football. I did play tennis. I was able to turn my 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 brain off of swimming, uh, you know, 12 months a year nonstop. You know, we didn't do obviously those summers and stuff like that. But but, you know, for me, it was nice to have a mental break um, a couple of seasons. And uh, I thought that helped me.
0: Yeah, right on. Uh, you, you and I, you were a class of 88. Is Is that true? Yes. Okay, So was I. So uh, we share oh. that in common. Uh, what do you what do you remember most about the 1988 MHSAA state state finals? I know you were all state honorable mention there. What do you what do you when you think about it now?
2: Well, it was kind of a weird statement. I've never really rehashed this too much, but um, I kind of went in with a little bit of shoulder injury. It was mm. like weird. Never had any issues, never had any problems. And uh, I remember I had a couple of really good friends. Uh, John Moore from Olkamas, Alec Mall from Lansing. And, and, uh, we were kind of talking for the meet and I'm like, I don't know if I can go. And I think something just turned on and I, I was able to do it. And I, <laughs> I wasn't diagnosed with anything. I never had a problem after that. I don't know what it was, but, wow. but, uh, it was a good meet. Um, it was fun. It was Easter Michigan. I, I, I love that pool, you know, that deep water, uh, just seeing, you know, all the banners and in the, the ceiling and all that sort of stuff, it just gets fired up. And I had some friends, older friends, that had swam uh, at Eastern, so I looked up to them and I saw them on the pool deck, and that kind of kind of fired me up. You know, being a kid from Bay City, we were—I was the only state meet member, and but that didn't bother me. I, I had that, you know, for for years and stuff like that. But uh, you know, enough—I had enough friends from around the state growing up. Love swimming. That um, you know, we all supported each other, and it was a
0: good time. Right on. Uh, one uh, more question oh, before oh, I uh, sure bring oh. David in here. Uh, so we flash forward. What did it mean to you to be inducted into the Bay City Hall of Fame in 2015?
2: Well, that um, that was a that was a very nice honor. Um, I was able to take some of my high school friends, uh, my family, all went. Um, yeah, I just i'm a bay city guy I, i'm just a bay city guy i i, I love bay city um jason lynch our, our head coach and i just go back and forth he's like you're the biggest homer i've ever met and i you know sometimes you got to advocate for yourself right now always advocate for Bay city um i had a great football coach hall of fame football coach but dan was a hall of fame swim coach and a hall of fame tennis coach and i just learned from great coaches um you know my freshman football coach was starting offensive guard for Michigan state's uh, 65 national championship team, you know, just, just wow. having some of those people around really, really inspired, obviously a lot of us, but, um, uh, uh, just, just like I said, I'm just a Bay city guy. So.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
2: That's
1: awesome. You know, Mike, you're obviously a, a huge part of Bay city, but, uh, part of your career spent, uh, in East Lansing as a Spartan, um, Talk to us about uh, your time there and and how you took that success out of that '88 state championship and and headed out to East Lansing.
2: Well, I, I, you know, as as much as a Bay City fan I am, just a, I'm a Sparty too, um, through and through. It just it's it's been a, been very painful. Uh, when dropping the swimming and diving program. Um, it, it, it hurts. It 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 really cuts deep. And, um I still have my love for Michigan State um, I, they, they can't take that away from me some of my teammates are a little they're very disappointed in, in, in vocally too. you know stuff that we do but um uh you know my time in East Lansing was great I just I I, I wasn't the best swimmer um somewhere in that bio it says I helped them to a 12th place NC2A's well technically I, I might have like maybe handed somebody a towel or something you know but uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh the, the, the memories and my friendships uh it still go on today um every summer i have guys up to up to bay city we haven't missed in 30 years uh we do a fishing trip and uh z you know a guy that comes up here every summer Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. Just, we, but, you know, like this summer we had people from – I had a buddy come in from uh, Seattle. We've had people come in from out of state all the time. And these are just friendships that I made. And that's that's probably the thing that hurts me the most about Michigan State, dropping, swimming, and diving, that that group, there will be – they won't have that friendship. And uh, that, that really hurts. Also with swimming, but um, the sport. But uh, the friendships made were – Second to none. Yeah, you know, you, you and I are in the same boat.
1: You know, my my Eastern Michigan team is gone, uh, but you know, not a summer goes by or a winter goes by where I'm not with the alumni and stuff and, and doing things. So I I know that experience. I know that you know the uh, just that energy that that you're feeling. I can hear it in your voice. So um, you know, you're, you're at state. You're you know figuring things out. You decide to get into coaching. Um, talk to us a little bit about you know that decision and and some of the I don't know, maybe some of the learning curve and and some of those things, those first few years after state when you're getting on a
2: pool deck. Well, you know, I I went to Michigan state. I, you know, I'm a 17 year old kid. I don't know what I'm doing. And my dad says, Hey, just go into education and uh, just start in that field. And then, you know, if something really sparks your interest, go for it. But I really enjoyed going into education. I was a phys ed health major. Um, my dad was the same thing, uh, <laughs> kind of parallel. I'm just you know following his coattail, to, you <laughs> yeah, know. Right. But uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I, I really got into the local scene there after I swam for years. I student taught at Dewitt, and I I uh, I coached and I student taught for um, Mike Keevan, 11, a legendary coach uh, at uh, Dewitt High School, and uh, the I, I learned just everything from Kiev, It was, it was great. And, um, and, you know, just from writing practices, how he meticulously wrote down what we were doing every day. And, uh, I, Oh, wow. That's, wow. That's great. You know, I, and I, I carried that over. I carried it over today. Um, I uh, ended up uh, coaching there. I think, uh, just the one season I student taught for the girls. And then I took over Okemos boys. I was Oklahoma's boys coach for two seasons. And you know, back around to the girls season, I uh, was the head coach um, at uh, East Lansing High School. So I was I was bouncing around, um, kind of finishing just student teaching, kind of graduating in December. So I was kind of mid-year. There wasn't many teaching jobs and uh, coaching, doing everything I could to get my foot into a door anywhere I could. And um as luck turned out, I was uh hired back in Bay City, not at John Glenn, but in, in the Bay City school system. Mm-hmm. I was teaching at Western uh Intermediate at the time and uh driving back to Okemos and coaching. And uh it was about an hour, hour and fifteen minute drive. And people are like, Why are you doing that? I said, Hey, I love these kids and we had a nice little group, had a nice team, and um it was, you know, I could see it was going to be for about three or four, you know, maybe, maybe a, maybe a month or two, you know, but, uh, uh, really, really, I, I enjoyed my time in Lansing. I, I somewhat wish I could have stayed there. Um, cause I, I love the vibe of, of the college campus close by and proximity of all those things. But, um, basically called me back, got, a, got an offer and an opportunity. And, um, and ran with it and came back came home that's awesome
1: what uh you know throughout the years you know is there anything that you kind of fall back on you know something that keeps you going keeps that energy on the pool deck uh something you share with your kids maybe
2: <laughs> you know i got <laughs> the, the the best advice or the first real good advice i got i was at michigan state and um i had two great coaches bill wadley and richard bader um well, we also had a Hall of Fame uh diving coach named John Narcy. Uh Nars was there for I don't know how many years and you know if I said forty and it was forty five, I apologize. But Nars was there and I'm like, you know what? I'm walking down to that diving well and I'm gonna talk to uh Coach Narcy and just get some advice. And I said, Hey coach, you know, I graduated and i now I got a coaching job over here and I'm over at Okamess and you know, or East Lance, wherever I was at the time, and I, I said, you know, I just can you give me some you know, starting advice. And Nars looked at me and goes, wear good shoes. <laughs> and I kind of looked around and I'm fed it. He's like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And it's true. <laughs> You're staying on a pool deck for six hours a day like I did today. <laughs> you, you need good shoes. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, that, that's all he's got. But, you that's know, it, that's where it started. You know, simple stuff like that. That it keeps me going. Just that just that funny answer. And uh, I, I always look back on that.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the conversations in the hospitality room. It's the conversations on the bus on the way home. I think that we get so much more out of it. That's awesome. Um, so all those years at, you know, at, at home, uh, you know, coaching high school and everything. Uh, and just recently you decided to make the jump over to uh, college. So what what led you to that? And, uh, you know, how's that going for you?
2: Well, you know, I've asked this question often and, you know, I really don't have like one answer. I've got many, but, um, you know, I have been teaching for uh, 20, 28 and a half years. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't that I was bored of teaching. It wasn't that I didn't like teaching. Um, I taught at the end, well, for, forever, uh, elementary physical education and, and health. And those kids, man, I, you walk into the gym and all right, run. And they just ran, you know, they just got going. I love their energy. never, I never had a problem, never had a problem going to school, never had a problem going to work. Um, so it wasn't like I was looking for something else. This came up. I've been a part of the program. My daughter is a fifth year senior. So, um, I've seen Saginaw Valley for years. Um, uh, it's right next door. It's, it's a great university. The people have been fabulous. And, um, I just I thought, well, let's, let's, let's see what happens. Let's throw my name in the, you know, in the ring, and, uh, and, uh, and here we are.
1: That's terrific. What, uh, a t- take a few minutes. Share some, you know, share some great things about what you guys have been doing this season and uh, some highlights or stuff you want to share with the, the
2: folks out there listening. Okay. Well, you know, we started off – I got into the game a little late. Um, I, I didn't start until, uh, until October. Um, So I did start the school year teaching and coaching at John Glenn, and that I kind of want to touch that real quick. Um, That was very difficult to leave. Um, My oldest daughter is a fifth year at Saginaw Valley. My middle daughter is a senior at John Glenn who has committed to Saginaw Valley, So, and that was unrelated. She did that in the summer, and then my youngest daughter is a freshman at John Glenn. So I did have to leave my two daughters, and, you know, we had some— we had some we had some tears around the table and um hmm. uh, my 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 middle daughter knowing that um i would be there for her and to coach her again was settling for her my youngest daughter you know she was a little frustrated and but they all understood you know they they understood what I was trying, trying to do and go to the next level i guess i should say but um so it was not easy to leave but like, it was not easy but in my team also, they, they, there were some tears <laughs> and um, cause I did leave mid season and that's, yeah. that's tough. And I, and I explain to them, you know, there's no good time in life for everything and just weigh the pros and cons and see what, how it works out. So well, quick, quickly, quickly,
0: bef- <laughs> yeah, before you get to Sacramento Valley, just who's coaching uh, Bay city, John Glenn now, and how was the transition? Oh, well,
2: well, that's, that is, that's a great question. Our coach now um, is Bob LaRock. Bob is, um, (laughs) it was my longtime assistant. Uh, Bob swam for me at John Glenn. I've been around Bob forever. Bob's been around me forever. Uh, (laughs) Probably not good for him (laughs) most of the time, but, but um, so there's been a chain. Like my dad was there in 79 through whatever, and then, we had a we had a, a great buddy of mine, a high school buddy of mine, Tony Boccalupo, was his name. He coached uh, for a long time. He stepped out into administration. Uh, we had one of my assistants, or one of my swimmers, my former swimmers, Matt Beattie, was there for a couple of years, and then I took over with Bob. And so the it's I think I said this somewhere. Um, it's next man up, and Bob knows. Bob knew what to do, where to go, wh- which key to go, in which door, and if we didn't have Bob the Rocket, John Glenn, I don't think I would have made this move. I don't think so. Uh, Bob is he's more than capable and he's probably the kid I did say this, the kids are probably better off with Bob. And uh he's he's a good dude. So yeah. he's he's the, he's he's our man.
0: So you so go yeah, to the next so level. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, David. No, I was just gonna say you know last
1: week we were we were talking about you know numbers dipping in high school swimming and you know what what keeps those numbers going and it, it's it's what you're talking about you know right Darb it's you know you guys were there you and your dad did so much great stuff but you can walk away from that program knowing that they're in good hands and knowing that that can that program is going to continue to thrive
2: and that's so awesome to, to know that it's not just going to fall off. Absolutely, and like I said, I if Bob LaRock is not a John Glenn. Mike Darby is not at Saginaw Valley and um, that, you know, he's, he's, he's doing a great job. He's always done a great job. And,
0: and so now you are at Saginaw Valley and uh, you jump in kind of midstream, like you said, Uh, you know, what's it been like, you know, kind of talk about the program, uh, the differences, maybe a little between uh, you know, high school. And then obviously it's a business once you get to college.
2: Yeah. But you know, uh, god uh, we, we we have a lot of fun we we do a lot of fun things uh jason and i uh it, it, it's really strange actually uh jason swam michigan state he's exactly 20 years younger than i am um uh he's got a great mind for swimming he's got a great mind for a lot of things and you know but we parallel our lives almost parallel uh we lived on the same floor in west wilson hall um <laughs> you know just that uh, we swam together we we're talking we talked hey did you guys do this oh yeah yeah you know did you do that yeah and so it's 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 just been great so you know we as it, it, the, the business yes but we have a lot of fun doing it um but you know there is a business sense to it and that's that that is a little bit more than high school but you know in high school i was in charge of just about everything and uh now at Signal valley it, it's uh we we have a great uh Medical staff that takes care of our kids. We have a great weight room staff that mm-hmm. takes care of our kids. Um, we 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 can be swim coaches, and right. you know, right. good, bad, or different. You know how it is, Zia. When you're in high school, you got to do you're you're doing it all. And uh, luckily, Tangle Valley, we we're very fortunate at a D two level to have the support we have that allows us to just we're 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 swim coaches, and um, we're not fumbling around in the weight room and doing all that sort of thing. Uh we're we're taking well care of our athletes are taken well care of. But uh you know, to go back a little bit, uh this fall we we had a nice fall. Uh, we had a nice mid season meet. Uh we set a lot of school records. Um we missed a, we just got nipped, a, you know a few of the girls' side, but we got a lot of men's ones. And uh we went down to Florida for our winter training and we had a great training trip. Um we we unfortunately a little bit of COVID on the way back, but you know a lot of the college teams are dealing with that right now. We've we've gotten we've gotten through it pretty pretty clean, and we're ready to swim this weekend. We have a meet uh, at Davenport tomorrow, uh, East County High School against Davenport in Grand Valley, but um, we had a we had a really nice nice fall, and you know what the kids kids are kids. You know I mean uh, they're just a little bit older but they're funny. They're goofy. We have a lot of fun. Um, you know, part of my job is to make sure they get to study hall and do their, do their hours, and make sure they do that stuff. And, you know, we have some hard to hard talks and, and they all understand, they, they, they know what's going on They're, they're, they're good kids. They're really good kids. And we do a that's men's true. and women's. Program. So and yeah. that's just one little thing that we do. Uh, like uh, my daughter swims in a lane with a, a boy from Spain and another boy from uh, West Ottawa high school. So you know, it, we mix it mix it up, and and that keeps it fresh for both the men and the women's teams. Nice. What were you gonna say, Lauren?
0: Oh, I was gonna say, um, uh, and now you're on the edge where you've—I'm uh, sure you have some recruiting responsibilities.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We had uh, a big day today. We had four recruits in. Um, we're uh, back, able to do overnights. Um, last year, I. I wasn't there, but there was no overnight. It was, um, you know, here's here's a phone and here's a Zoom, and this is what our pool looks like, and this is kind of like <laughs> the dorms are over there, you know, one of those deals. And uh, Coach uh, uh, Jason and Coach Austin uh, did a great job recruiting last year, set us up, uh, and uh, but we we're able to have we had four four uh, student athletes in in just today. And, and the recruiting is, uh, the recruiting is uh, I, I actually enjoy it. There's there's just some salesmanship there. Um, Got to sell the place. And I've told everyone on the phone I've talked to or texted, I said, just come on to Saginaw Valley because I'm going to tell you how great it is. I need you to see it. Our facilities are are, are great. And uh, the people that are there are great. And uh, the, the recruiting has been been, it's been actually really fun. That's cool. I got so I got two more
1: for you, and and one is to is that high school athlete right now that you know whether it's a girl who's in off season or a boy who's in the middle of high school season. What advice do you have for them right now, thinking about should I swim in college, should I not? You know what, what's out there for them, and what, what do you want to share with them?
2: Well, obviously they need to you know uh, kind of like soul search themselves a little bit. You know what do they want to do in life? What do, but. You know you want to pick a school where your major if you have a, if you have something in mind and then and then try to look at the swimming aspect you know what you want to do for the rest of your life and then try to get swimming in there if it fits and that's why i keep telling uh like the recruits today we we're talking about the study table we have you know and i said you know you're no good for us in the pool if you're not good in this in the classroom and you know stuff like that but the number one is where do you fit at academically where do you want to fit academically and Then I also go back to myself as a 17-year-old. Jeez, I didn't know what was going on. But luckily, my dad just gave me advice. Get into the education school and and then figure it out. But that's kind of what I really talk to the kids about. Well, you know, do you have any interests in what you want to do? And then we'll see where we can fit you in. That's awesome.
1: You know, you guys are getting ready for a big meet tomorrow. Uh, Some high school invites around the state. And you guys are, you know, month month out or so to to conference meet. Our kids are getting ready two for some weeks. big meets. Two, two weeks, all right. So you got you guys are starting to hit that taper. So our high school yeah. kids are are getting ready for you remember misc meet and some of the oh, big yeah. invites. Oh, yeah. But you know our our league meets are about a month out. So you know it, it's that big time of year. The big meets. You know, there's some of that training. The mornings are wrapping up. Uh, Share some thoughts there, Share some things you want people to know all that great wisdom you've got uh, this time of year. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know what? <laughs> we cut back weights today with a couple of groups. Uh, women will do weights the next week um, a couple more times, but I, I knew we had the recruits in the stands they were doing. they were getting ready for a tour of the campus. and you can just kind of feel it. you know it, Z, when you, when that taper time starts, it's the buzz just starts happening, and people start acting a little different. And I brought everybody together, and I said, "All right, listen, coaches upstairs with a recruit. We got a couple in the stands, got some parents watching. Let's let's act like we know what's going on here. All right, we know what we know what's we know what to do. Let's let's just do it." But that 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 taper time buzz is just vibe that that coaches know it. Athletes know it. It just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's just that time of year, and you know, it's just exciting. And and the kids can feel it. They they can feel it. They can see the workouts are you know obviously toned down just a just a touch right now. And um, we're just you know we're getting we're getting ready now. That being said, we still have two more dual meets left. We do have a dual meet we have to make up that was canceled due to uh, COVID concerns uh, a couple weeks ago. We'll swim Wayne State next week. Our senior night. Uh, the 29th, I believe. And uh, so we do have some dual meets and then we do swim that conference meet like literally five days after that last dual meet, which isn't ideal, but um, NC2A requires you have a certain amount of meets each season and we have to meet those, meet those requirements. Mm, But the field, we're, we're we're hyped. We're getting there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, how do you get the national championships aren't far after that you guys uh have any stake any play in that
2: well uh you know currently we don't have any any uh, a cuts or whatever but we have some b cuts and stuff like that um we're hoping obviously to make those cuts you know in 2 weeks um we had a we had an amazing midseason uh meet and we were we knocked on all the doors and stuff like that but we are you know we're hoping that uh, this this obviously the, the conference meet will get us into that that is, that that is one month after our league meet, so six weeks
0: out of the national meet. Okay, okay, all right. Well, hey, I want to thank uh, SVSU coach and former Bay City John Glenn head coach uh, Mike Darby for coming on poolside. side. Uh, and again, uh, good luck with the team, and um, uh, we really appreciate uh, you being on the show.
2: Yeah, I just want to say a shout out to all my high school coaching friends. Uh, Z, you know, uh, all the golf outings we've been to, and you know, uh, I was listening to Mike uh, talk, you know, about some old coaches that you know been around for a long time. And you know, the one story I want to tell. uh, Last thing, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah, Uh, please. (laughs) uh, It was a few years ago at the Miska Clinic. It was just a driving rainstorm. It was horrible, and I was golfing with Benny Hill and his son, and. I think, oh man, I can't remember who our fourth was. Apologize, but um, I just, it was horrible and everybody was quitting and everybody was bailing and and uh, I said, I'm sitting in this golf cart with Denny Hill. I don't care what the weather is. I'm going to sit next to this guy and I'm going to soak it up. 18 holes of golf with Denny Hill was probably one of my favorite memories of uh, the Miska golf outing. Um, but uh, just just those just those coaches, those high school coaches that uh, really, you know, keep me going. And uh, my friends from Round State we got a nice phone call yesterday from Kyle Lot from Bell Creek, just seeing how I was doing. We were talking, reminiscing, and you know, just uh, you know, now I'm into the recruiting thing, and I'm you know, I'm talking to other high school coaches, and they're giving me some, you know, some, you know, prospects and some, you know, uh, some recruits, some names and stuff like that, and it's just. I just really appreciate my my time as a high school coach. It was it was phenomenal, and it was the, it was about the coaches that I coached with. Being at those meets, we all know we go through. We all, we're all up early in the morning, we're all up late at night, and um, we're in it together. I really appreciate it. So, thank you.
0: All right, salt of the salt. earth, all you men and women. We appreciate uh, your, we appreciate your service to uh, uh, to the sport. You know, because again, you know, it's important that uh, we continue to keep these uh, these things going, and we want to see those numbers grow. So, uh, again, good luck, and uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. So, again, we thank. Uh, Coach Darby for coming on the show. I want to let you guys know that Poolside is also brought to you by the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite student athlete with good grades and represent leadership on your team and in your community? Well, you can be nominated but you can't unless you apply. So you can download the application at DACathleteoftheyear.com right now. Send it in today. The deadline to apply is March 4th with a red carpet gala at the beautiful Detroit Athletic Club in downtown Detroit hosted by yours truly, me, in early June. And uh, there's a lot of great swimmers out there, both on the boys' side and the girls' side. And uh, the one requirement, you know, if you're thinking about applying, is you need to have been a first team, all, you know, a first team. Team All-State Athlete. Uh, so that, that's the important thing is uh, for that. And then as long as your grades are, are uh, your overall GPA is 3.0 or higher, uh, which I hope they are, uh, and, and you know, you, you've again, represent some leadership, maybe you've done some community service, some things of that nature, uh, then please, please apply for the award because, again, we can't nominate you unless you apply. So I'm sending out personal emails to a lot of schools out there, David, and, and uh, swimmers, you know, that are on your dream teams and stuff like that That uh, to make sure that, that they apply. And I uh, got a great response from, uh, like, Fenton, you know, because I said, well, Gracie Olson she's got to apply. You know, she could be yeah. strongly considered. Uh, so there was a few of them that I've been sending out, and they've all been uh, really good about uh, responding. We always get good, um, you know, nominees uh, in the swim world, uh, especially on the female side uh, for the award. We always have uh, some great nominees, and and last year was no exception when we had Justine Murdoch from Cranbrook uh, as as one of the nominees, and it was great because at the award show she couldn't be at the award show. She uh, we actually zoomed with her uh, from the from the gala while she was in Nebraska at the Olympic yep. trials. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, so that was the coolest thing ever. And um, Another sponsor new to the show is the Goodman-Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman-Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman-Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman-Acker, good decision call 1-800-TRUSTED once again we thank all of our partners in supporting the poolside podcast all right well state champs covered a boys high school meet on thursday january 20th uh, i say that because we record generally on fridays and the show comes out on wednesdays uh, and it was between U of D jesuit one of the favorites uh in division three right in two, boys, two, I'm sorry, two in boys yeah. swimming, and they took on Detroit Catholic Central. You can watch all the highlights right now on State Champs Michigan's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram page. David, your thoughts on the meet?
1: You know, really good meet. You know, CC had, had been, uh, you know, county champ last few years and, and big time in D1. Um, but I tell you, UOD came out last night and uh, took care of business. Uh, a lot of depth um, and even swam around a little bit. Uh, you know, the middle of that meet I thought was really exciting. Uh, hundred freestyle. I think you goes one, two, three. Uh, you got Evan tack, uh, and then Christian and I apologize on the pronunciation, uh, but, uh, Chilean, uh, going one, sounds, two,
0: sounds about right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and they're, you know, they're only 0.09 off in the hundred free. I mean, that's, wow. that that's, you know, just, just the smallest amounts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just an exciting race for them. And when you go one, two, three, uh, just outstanding, both of them with D two state cuts, uh, and those of you guys that follow uh, top times on swim cloud you guys know uh you know evan's time was lifetime best outstanding you know in a dual meet you know we're talking about being broken down and tired in the middle of the winter and he's swimming lifetime best and christian turned around when a season best just missing his lifetime best so these guys are swimming fast when they're tired uh which is you know it's a tough one to do and that's they're what we ask, you know yeah we asked our athletes athletes to do that all the time mm-hmm. uh and they stepped it up you know they, they've been you know Catholic Central's been you know taking care of that meet every year, so I i know UAD getting in there and, and taking care of business that was important for them. Big um, rivalry but, helps too, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Catholic League, I mean, those boys are you know yeah. they, they they see each other so much all year long that that just keeps going. So, yeah. um, and you turn around after that 100 free, and you got Drew Collins, he's the defending state champ in the 100 backstroke. Um, he was fourth last year in the 200 free, so. Not impossible for him to go swim a 500, but not an event you see him swim that often. And he goes nice. out there and wins it last night by uh, quite a bit, nine seconds or something like that. Mm. It's one of the 20, 20 fastest times in the whole state, all three state meets. Uh, swimming lights out. And then he gets off of that 500, and within a minute or two, he's anchoring their 200 free relay. So he swam the the back-to-back double. Um, Is it 200 um, or you know, 400 free? 200 free relay 200 would, have been, free, okay. would have been the very next race. Okay, okay. Um, and just just did it up and and he took a few events off um and then he was part of that 400 free relay with okay. tack uh christian's on there i think christian's brother's on there too and then drew uh, again nine second win in the four free relay um they go 318 a little slower than what they went a couple weeks back but still a real impressive time for for this time of year so the 400 free really looked really really good um the other race i i really liked was hunter breaststroke um, it was one of the couple of wins that the Catholic central had. And, uh, again, with the last names, I apologize, but, uh, Luke Mahalowicz. Um, that sounds right. That sounds right. All right. That's my Polish background. So I'm trying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, but a great race again, you know, you're watching that and Patrick McKillop out of UAD, um, behind a little bit on the first 50, but closed really well. That second 50, again, you're broken down at the end of a two hour meet in the middle of winter. These guys probably had morning practice. And he was able to come back on uh, on loop by you know almost two tenths of a second on that second fifty, and that's important. Um, you know to to see that that speed is there. You know that adrenaline's pumping, that motivation right at the end of the meet. Um, just a terrific, terrific swim. Um, you know, and the kids on the diving board definitely want to give uh, a shout out to those guys. Some really good diving. Um, Jason Pur uh, grabs first place. Uh, you know, two hundred twenty points. Uh, pretty solid score for him. Um, you know, it's enough to qualify for uh, an Oakland County meet or even a Miska meet. Um, but did really well. Some closer dives there between second and third, um, but some good competitive dives. The, those divers are trying to put together an 11 dive list for league meet and for regionals. So again, you got a good head-to-head dual meet with a rival, and these guys came out last night and just did an awesome job. Um, I think. I think the other takeaway, you know, I had was, you know, UAD. They're they're in the thick of it for that UD, you know for the D two state championship and where we see in the other state meets there might be you know things might be spread out UAD really has to find that that perfect lineup to make a run at this to to keep ahead of the Gross Point Souths and the Sea Homes and some of those other programs and I think you saw that some you know last night with with some of those swims uh, switched around some of the relays switched around a couple of other individual events to see and find that that secret recipe to, to get the best lineup possible to give them a chance at a state championship here at the end of the season.
0: All right. Good stuff, David. And uh, if you like that kind of stuff, well, we'll be back next week to uh, break down another meet and have another guest. And remember, you can either watch or listen to the Poolside podcast. The video is uploaded weekly on our website, social media and State Champs TV YouTube channel. You can listen to the audio podcast by going to the platform of your choice. So it can be Apple, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, any platform you prefer. The show is uploaded on Wednesday. So we want to thank our sponsors, Lawrence Technological University, the MHSAA, DMC Sports Medicine and Physical Therapy Team, the DAC Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards, and the Goodman-Acker Law Firm. Uh, We also thank uh, Mike Darby for joining us again. And for David, uh, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk next week, okay? We'll see you. Thank you. All right, guys. See you next Wednesday with another edition of State Champs Michigan's Poolside Podcast. Be well.